Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wellness Check. I am Cece. And I'm Bibi. And today we have a very special guest joining us to introduce herself, talk about her role at OSU, and tell us a little bit about the OSU Survivor Advocacy and Resource Center, better known as SARC. Her name is Allison, and she is the director of the Survivor Advocacy and Resource Center. She has years of experience working with survivors within numerous contexts and communities. So thank you so much for coming, Allison. It's lovely to have you. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Woohoo! <laughs> so we have a series of questions for you, but just the very first question, and really the point of this podcast episode is to really get to know you, and so students have a better idea of who you are and all the amazing work that you do. So our first question is to kind of like four questions in one, but please tell us your name again, <laughs> your position, what that entails, and what you like to do for fun. Great. Um, okay, so my name's Allison. Um, I will also share I use she, her pronouns. Um, I am the director of our interpersonal and gender-based violence advocacy program which is better known to most folks as SARC, which stands for lots of acronyms, y'all, so bear with me, uh, Survivor Advocacy Resource Center. We are in the student health building um, over in Plagman. And my role as director really encompasses a lot of different pieces. Um, I get to work with students, I get to work with survivors, I have the opportunity to spend time with administrators and folks out in the community who are also doing this work and who we partner with very deeply to make sure we're providing services to survivors that are survivor-driven, survivor-centered. Um, I, I do spend a lot of time in meetings, that is part of, part of the job of the director, um, lots of budget talks and planning and really being strategic with campus and community partners around the work that we're doing and how we're growing our prevention and advocacy services at OSU. Uh, for what I like to do for fun, gosh, I live with my family in Salem. Uh, we have a dog named Bob and a cat named Penny. I have a 14-year-old, a 21-year-old, and my husband. Um, and we we are born and raised Oregonians. We all like to spend a lot of time outdoors, rain or shine, doing going on hikes, exploring new parts of the state. I love the beach. Um, you'll find me out in my garden quite frequently once the weather is a little more palatable for the seeds that need to go in the ground. And yeah, mostly, mostly that's what we do. Um, otherwise, I'm squirreled away with a book usually um, in a quiet corner of the house when, when the 14 year, my 14 year old is not uh, causing a racket. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. All wonderful things. I love how you love to be outdoors, but are also really content curling up with a good book. That's one of my favorite things to do too. Um, so just moving a little bit more towards the SARC aspect of you and your life. So tell us a little bit about what SARC does. A lot of students know what know of SARC, but don't necessarily know everything that y'all do. So if you could just dive into that a little bit with us, that would be amazing. Sure, absolutely. So SARC's role at OSU is to provide survivor-based, survivor-centered services for students, for staff, for faculty, uh, for OSU alumni, anyone who is a part of our community who has experienced interpersonal or gender-based violence. 
Um, our role is really one to help present different options and opportunities to folks to really make sure that survivors are aware of all of the resources that are available to them, both on campus and in the community. We focus a lot on making sure that survivors have all of the information that they may need in order to make the choice that is right for them, recognizing that um, every survivor experience is different and folks access services in very different ways as well. We want to make sure that people are aware of what is available to them and how they can get connected. We work really closely with folks um, around safety planning, doing medical advocacy. If somebody has an appointment with a doctor or a nurse to receive some care around anything they've experienced, we're available to attend those appointments with folks or just to be um, a comforting present, even presence, even waiting in the lobby or driving folks to and from appointments if they are needing that as well. Um, we work with survivors around emotional support and referrals to other, again, campus and community partners, whether that is um, through like the CAPS office, if folks are seeking any therapeutic support or any other program that they may need help around. Um, we also help folks with housing accommodations, academic assistance. Um, when, when folks have experienced trauma, um, it is likely that they may need some time to step away from or to have a little more space to complete work or assignments that they're working on. Um, so we work really closely with our campus community to make sure that survivors are able to take the time that they need to heal from the trauma they've experienced, as well as continue being successful in pursuing their academic goals. Uh, we do have a survivor advocacy fund that we are able to access um, for some financial assistance for folks. Um, if people are needing um, support around a utility payment or we've used that fund for providing some safety options, whether it's security cameras or window or door alarms for folks to feel safer in their homes. And then we also work with folks who choose to access reporting options, whether that again is on campus through student conduct or our Office of Equal Opportunity and Access, or if it is off campus, um, working with our law enforcement partners in the criminal justice system to report what has happened and move through those processes. Thank you for explaining all those services. Like, I just, I'm honestly baffled sometimes at like how much you guys do because it's just, it's so comprehensive. Like I think a lot of people think it's just one specific service, but you all go so deep into helping people and it's, it's amazing. So thank you for what you do. But our next question is um, about what you guys do uh, on campus and in the community. So is SARC planning on doing any community-based events at the moment or in the near future? So April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and this is one of the times of the year that you will see extra activity on campus um, through our advocacy center, our prevention services, student clubs like SAFER, which stands for Students Active for Ending Rape, the Hattie Redmond Women and Gender Center, our other um, cultural resource centers, the Pride Center, really putting forward a lot of different community engagement opportunities. Um, there is a calendar that we are actually in the process of getting finalized and hopefully we'll have shared out across campus later this week. 
that will give folks dates and times for um, different activities that are happening, things like coffee and consent at our different cultural resource centers. So being present to just have some have some snacks, have some warm coffee, and have some conversation about consent, what that looks like and what that means. Um, there is going to be a student-organized Take Back the Night Survivor Speakout happening later this month on campus where survivors are able to safely share their stories and their experiences in community. Um, so we work on a lot of different projects in that regard year-round and definitely try to highlight those in months like April for Sam and then October, which is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and January, which is Stalking Awareness Month. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Allison. And what is one key message that you would like to leave the community with today or in any listeners tuning in? Um, I think the most important thing that all of us at SARC hope folks know is that we're here. Um, you are not alone. We are here to listen. We are here to talk, brainstorm, get creative, help you feel connected and in community with folks who, who care about your safety and well, well-being. Um, we are available to anybody to call. We can be reached um, by phone at 541 737-2030. Our SARC staff answer that line Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 p.m. And after hours, you can still call us at that number and either choose to leave a confidential voicemail and we'll connect with you the next business day. Or you can also have the option after hours of speaking directly with a therapist or a counselor through our CAPS program with Protocol who does after, after hour services. And the other option is to be directly connected with CARDVA, which is the Center Against Rape and Domestic Violence here in Corvallis. And their advocates and staff work 24-7 and answer their hotline as well, which you can be directed to from our call center. Um, so you can go ahead and reach us there. We also have our email address, survivoradvocacy at oregonstate.edu, that folks can email us directly and we will connect with people there as well as on our website, um, which is part of the student health. If you're um, in the student affairs page and student health services, you can click on survivor care and advocacy, which will connect you to our website. And from there, there is a form. You can click on a button that says make an appointment and there's a Google form that you can fill out and that will get submitted directly into my inbox. And I review those on the on the daily um, and we then reach out to survivors that way as well to connect so most important thing for me to make sure folks know is is that we're here we are here for you and you're not alone wow thank you so much allison for sharing that and for taking the time to chat with us and allow all of us to get to know you a little bit better it has been an absolute pleasure having you on this episode and that's all we have for this week. So as always, don't forget to follow Student Health Services social media accounts. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching OSU Student Health Services. And make sure that you hit subscribe and follow to get the latest health news, tips, and reminders when podcasts go out. So until next time, check yourself. Bye. A production of Oregon State University Student Health Services.